know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. What did we think of this movie? I'm giving this movie a B minus. Odin reminds me of a Haitian father. <laughs> this is. It feels like the comic brought to live screen. <laughs> This is, if this is the story they are going for, can we buy a cheap table so I can flip it? <laughs> yeah. like, we will not have it, Hi, everybody. We got a curfew. By 9 o'clock, you're Odin's. Dang, can you edit that out? And now... This is... Marvelous Friends. Marvelous Friends. Welcome to the Marvelous Friends Podcast. You are now listening to Marvelous Friends. You have to... You have to introduce. Banta, banta, banta. <laughs> banta. Oh, banta. What's up, guys? Jeez, F minus already. Yo, that's <laughs> that's what I sound like to you, Renault. No, that was, no, no, I was being stupid. That's not how you sound. <laughs> oh, not even boy. close. All right. <laughs> you got this. All right, all right. Well. <clears throat> All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back for yet another episode of the Marvelous Friends podcast. Uh, for those who are just joining us, uh, we're four friends who come together to give you our honest opinion on everything MCU, Marvel Comics related, and we mix in some other stuff of nerddom in there as well. Um, but for those of y'all who've been supporting us for a long time, we appreciate you. We love you. Just jump right on in. Um, so in this episode, we will be continuing our Miss Marvel discussion. Um, we're switching things up a little bit, so I, I'm leading the way. So uh, it's your girl, Elise, and I brought some friends with me. And this is Rinaldi. Yo, this is Rob. What's up? And I'm Fergie. And without further ado, we will get into our thoughts on Miss Marvel Episode 5. Before we start, I have to say this. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. I'm going to put that out there. So if you haven't watched it, please stop what you're doing. Go watch and then come back to us. Or if you just really don't care and you love us so much that you want to hear our voice, keep keep it going. Have it playing um, and we'll get into it. So episode five, we got a blast from the past. We're seeing um, basically what happened with Aisha and all that stuff. I think the flashbacks basically like a good 15 20 minutes of this episode so it's like half of the episode um and then it keeps going so that's that's where it starts and so what what thoughts do we have like you know what like i know we had spoken in the previous episode about like expectations for what was going to happen in the past and all this stuff so just whatever you guys are thinking about let me know what's what's going on how do we feel is it giving what do we think about this episode? Um, I have a bachelor's degree in history. Oh, let's go. I've always wanted to study this part of history because, you know, a lot of people, they're like, oh, the U.S. did some terrible things in the past. But people forget about Britain, Great Britain. They were, you know, they had some uh, some red in their ledger. You know, they, they mistreated <laughs> some people's of color as well. But man, this episode was boring. This was a boring episode, <laughs> and I wow. and I'm a history. I'm a history major, that. and this was boring. <laughs> <Dang>. So, <laughs> no wow. disrespect to the history 
of what they're talking about in the show. It's just the way it is in the show is not interesting. To me, to me personally. Wow. wow. <laughs> right. Oh. Wow. I didn't expect that. Okay. So the history plus like just everything in the episode, you thought episode five was just boring. I mean, the characters are likable. Like Aisha's likable. Hassan's likable. The grandma's a little girl was really cute. She's a little cute. Yes, the little grandma's a baby. <laughs> Abu. You know, every Abu, you know, they, everybody's likable, but this this there's yeah. like no real conflict. Like there's no like Yeah, there's no real con like Najma is trying her best, but I don't feel scared when she's on screen. Um mm. And I don't know. It felt like background noise, the historical stuff. Like, I think it's good that they showed it, but it, I think it didn't really like move the characters in a deep way. It was very surface level. Mm-hmm. Like, they, all the historical stuff was them mm-hmm. like, all right, we got to make moves and get to this train because we ain't British. That's <laughs> basically what it was. <laughs> that sounds about right. That definitely sounds yeah. about right. We ain't white people, that's so we gotta hilarious. go. Like, <laughs> that's basically what it is. we gotta get going. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. I agree with All right, Rinaldi well, for yeah. sure. I feel like, mm. well, okay. So I love Indian movies. I love Bollywood movies. I love the the way that they do romance. I think it's really really cool. I thought the story was great. I feel like it's the same complaint I always bring up. It's like, what does this have to do with the MCU? Like, I want to see it, like, tied in. Um, so it was a good story, but it's just like, what's what's the point of all of this? Mm. I think Interesting. it might be one of those, like, because I know, like, this whole phase four, they're talking about other dimensions, other gods, other cultures, other sources of power. So I guess it fits in that way, but at the same time, you have a point, Fergie. It's like how when she shows up to meet other heroes, w- w- what is this going to have to do with that? You know, right? They ain't right. going to ask her about all this. Hey, so what's your family <laughs> history like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think. Like um, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say. Uh, I think first of all, um, episode five is is a little late for a flashback. We just let me just start off by saying that. I know <laughs> that the previous episode it ended where she like you know traveled back in time and we're picking up from there to get a little bit of context. But I still think the fifth episode in the season that's six episodes is way too late for a flashback. But, I but think, Rob, so I think, but Rob in Moon Knight they did it in Moon Knight though. Uh, do we want to go down that rabbit hole? How did they do it? Oh, <laughs> uh, so oh, you're saying they did it better. Probably. Um, I, okay. So All right. I think I think I'm with you. I'm with everybody here. Actually, I thought this episode was a little boring. Nothing in this episode really like stood out to me. Um, I'll I'll mention something else that has that like is like because like the first half is backstory and history and all yeah. that. And the second half is something else, and I'll get to that. But I really want to talk about the first half just really quick. It I feel like this piece if not the whole episode but at least the first half belongs in episode one that's what it feels like Mm. if this was episode one 
Okay. And then by the end of that episode one, she gets introduced to the bangle. It gives us the appropriate amount of context to care about the bangle and the powers and everything, as opposed to what we got. The bangle just came out of nowhere and she now can communicate with it. Right. Um, yeah. I thought that this was a great context to that. And yeah. then you fast forward to episode five or episode four, my bad, where she rewinds time. And it's just, it's, it ties it very well. If you ask me, if you do it that way. Um, I think this was a good episode out of place where it is now. It makes it a really boring and bad episode. Um, yeah, that's Facts. my thought. On wow. It. That's yeah. yeah, I can, I can see that. I, I think here's the thing though. I think the writers of this show thought, cause you know how, like, like in Moon Knight, right? We go back to Mark when he was a kid and the mom. And so I feel like the writers of Miss Marvel thought, oh, well, we can do that too. We'll go back and we'll see the past and it will like, but it's like, but I feel like the problem with this situation is that the, this reveal explains the bangle, but it doesn't explain Kamala. Like we are, we already know who Kamala is. Right. So right. it doesn't really work. Like with, with when Moon Knight, when when we did it with Mark, we were like, "Whoa, we're understanding Mark on a much deeper level." Mm-hmm. Here, it's just Kamala learning something that doesn't necessarily change her. It just gives her a little bit more confidence going into the right. final episode. That's about it. It doesn't really like change how we view that her. Sense. That makes sense. Mm. Wow, you guys are saying <laughs> some interesting things. I did not expect to hear that from you guys. And um, Rob, to your point, you actually made me think because I I actually like this episode. Um, I, I don't know. I think maybe, I don't know if it's that my standards are lowered <laughs> or I just stopped expecting things, but I think that in general, it's a standard episode. But I like what you said about if it had been at the beginning to kind of preface what we saw later, like that actually would have been a really good idea, but it's too bad that we don't work. Right. Yeah. Like they don't call uh, me or Rinaldi up. They don't hit any of us up. They actually listen to this podcast and are like, Oh, that's a good idea. Let's not use that. Here are some people we can upset. (laughs) Well, some people, some people listen to podcasts and like the Russo brothers listen to podcasts and like, all right, you know what? We should try that. Not but. to go too much on a tangent, but you, but have you guys like seen a lot of the stuff that the Russo brothers have been coming out with lately? Like out of nowhere. I want to see the gray man, right? They did that, right? They did the gray man. Oh yeah. Is it coming out? I think so it comes June. out on the 22nd. I think it's coming yeah. out this week. Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wait, so, what's um, the gray man? But yeah. You got Christopher Jamal Evans. You got the black dude from Bridgerton. You got the other guy from Marvel, Chris you know what? Hemsworth. I'll just I'll just look it up. I don't want to sidetrack. Yeah, just look it up. You got Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Wait, you got Ryan Gosling. Gotcha. Ryan Gosling's in yeah. there. Was Chris Hemsworth in there? Did I make that up? I don't think Chris. No, Chris Hemsworth is in another thing. I can't remember what it was called, but he was in something recently that I think is on Netflix. Yeah. What Ali said. Yeah. Yeah. But no, the things I was mentioning was um, the Russo brothers lately have been coming out and like answering for a lot of the people a lot of our not our personal like marvelous friends but just like the gripes and problems that people are having about phase four and they've been like there's been a slew of articles um on them on what they've been saying about it so i thought that was very interesting leading up to uh comic-con so kevin feige has enlisted the russos to put out fires is that <laughs> what, what i'm hearing like. yeah you need but- a voice that the people trust 
because they don't. But he's not. Trust he's not. He's not a. He's not addressing the root of the problem. And when we talk about episode six, I will explain the root of all of this because uh, I think Kevin Feige's playing four dimensional chess, and we're we're stuck looking at his three dimensional chessboard. So. That's a little bit tease for the final hmm. episode of Ms. Marvel because there's there's a deeper problem. But um, but in terms of the Russo brothers, yeah, he's definitely using them to put out fires. I would buy like a a, a a case of Canada Dry, and Fergie will like blow through that in like three days. And so, Dang. I think it was yesterday, uh, Fergie ordered from BJ's, and you got a thirty-five pack 36. of Canada Dry. I'm sorry, thirty-six. A I'm sorry. Oh, get it right. Divisible by twelve. <laughs> 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 Look at that math. <laughs> but that's that's how it all it always gotta Yo, come in a pack of 12, right. 24, 36. Oh my god, what well <laughs> that was funny. But then she orders the the blackberry. Cause I'm like, mm. I ain't never seen that before. I gotta do it. I mean, no, I'm not mad at you. It's just like it's pretty good. Just, like, just think about all this next time you call me a coffee addict. <laughs> oh, all. I will. All right, yeah. As I look you in the eye as I sip my Canada dry. Okay. That's nice. That's nice. Making sure the COVID exactly. never touches you ever. <laughs> <laughs> and she and she does a Catholic right. blessing. Like <laughs> I also have yet to get COVID, which is bonkers that, to me. That's not that might be I think though. you got COVID though. At you the probably beginning of all got this. it, but just didn't get didn't test positive. Know it. No, there was yeah. just one day at the beginning of all of this, she came home with a crazy fever. She was shivering. She was cold. No matter what I did, she was cold. So we brought it to the emergency room. They ran all these tests, and it all came back negative, and they ran everything but COVID. So Because they didn't have yeah. the testing for that back then. They didn't then. have the testing. So we think, I think, yeah. she had COVID in the beginning of the thing, and she developed antibodies, and now her blood has the cure for that COVID and every other variation, variant of disease. They call me anti-mommy. <laughs> That's my hero name. I've heard that term so much variant so much since <laughs> I know also Ronaldo, you sound so much better. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Okay. There we go. All right. Whenever you're ready, we really don't that. want to talk about this show. If you're like, <laughs> yeah, Ronaldo's microphone I is better. <laughs> it's the most exciting That's thing so going on. Right I don't know. But at least I know at least wants to talk about it. Just okay. at least. <laughs> Do I? Okay. <laughs> Where were we? I, we were I'm sorry, about, guys. Like I'm like the worst. We were host. talking about no, the um. <laughs> we were talking about the whole like the backstory didn't it didn't have enough impact for it to be the in the fifth episode. Yeah, that was the last thing I right. think I said. Okay. And then you were talking gotcha, about how gotcha. it's interesting yeah. to hear all these thoughts about this episode, you know, and and what it means for this series. So yeah, for me. I mean, I thought it was I thought it was a pretty standard episode. It's not 
action packed. And I, I think I threw that out <laughs> the window. Um, and I don't know if you guys felt this at all, if this contributes to how you feel, but I think my whole thing is the pacing. Like I just, I, I don't know what's going on here. Like, I, I was okay, I guess, with the flashback, but then I think it was the stuff that followed after that kind of looked choppy to me. Oh, interesting. And yeah, I don't, I, I, I can't really, I'm trying to really think about what it was, but it was just like, it's so weird because this show moves slow, but it mm-hmm. moves fast at the same time. Like it just, it's not, I don't have an even consistency. And so... That might be a nitpick, but I'm just like I. I think for um for me when we talk about the second half of the episode, it felt like a series finale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, it, it seemed like you know uh, things were like things were being tied up, loose ends were being tied up. Um, people were like you know things were it was it was slowly coming downhill. Like it was less energy as it was in the beginning. Like whatever issue was solved right at that midpoint. And then uh, Kamala's mom is there, her grandma's there, and and they're like, oh, you're the lightning lady, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, it just seemed like that it was like a end of the episode. And as I'm watching, I'm like, but we have a whole episode after this, so it doesn't make sense that this episode feels like it's closing in on a series. I don't know if you guys felt that, but I definitely felt that watching this. I think for me... Well, one with the in terms of the pacing issue, I think it's because they're not there's like some moments they're sitting with that I feel like they could get through quicker and then there's other moments that I feel like okay, maybe we should sit here for a little while and they're going too fast. Yep. But I don't know if that's the crux of the issue for you Elise or if it's something else, but I can get behind that Rinaldi because yeah. I feel like there was moments in the train scene where I completely zoned out. And I'm like, wait, let me rewind just to make sure I caught all of it. And I would rewind it. And it would just be people walking. And I'm like, okay, I didn't really miss anything, but this didn't really need to be drawn out as much as it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if yeah. like, I, I don't know. It was just oh. weird. Especially if the whole point, no, you, go, you good. Yeah, I was just going to say, especially if the whole point was, like, for Kamala to learn the, I guess, to get more understanding, if that was the whole point, then why do we, why are we drawing this out? It feels like a, they're trying to create some kind of tension, and it's like, nah, this is there's nothing intense here. Yeah. This is a, this is a, a history lesson. Mm. <laughs> Done by Marvel. Yeah. It, the, the, I know, had and, some um, great college as, professors. <laughs> so this uh, Marvel's not doing it right. That, there we go. History is interesting on its own, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I wanted to... Um, I was thinking about something um, from earlier. Fergie, you were mentioning, like... And I think we all kind of feel it, too. Like, okay, where is this going? Where, how does this fit into the... Whatever Phase 4 is trying to do. And... I'm wondering, well, I still want to know where the tie-in is too, but I kind of feel like the the past thing what is kind of integrating this show into the whole multiverse thing because um, when Kamala was trying to uh, lead Sana to the to back to her father on the train, 
like, you know, and, you know, she jumps on like the little circular plates and then she sees like the stars that, you know, her grandmother was talking about that led her back to her father. And she was like, it was me. So I feel like time loop because in the future, you know, that was what her grandmother Sana was saying, like, oh, yeah, I, I followed a path of stars and that's how I was led back to my mm. father. And then she goes back in time and she basically does the same thing. So I don't know. That might have been something with it. I don't. Mm. Maybe I'm making a big deal out of nothing. But I was like, huh. There, I there might be something. Perhaps. <laughs> there might be something to that since Kang is um the the mate the main villain for the whole phase four. So that 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 capability of the bangle might come into play in the future because of who they're they're gonna deal mm-hmm. with, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just hoping that the payoff is gonna be good because everything does seem very isolated. Yeah. And I'm like, uh because it, it, it just looks like you guys are just putting a whole bunch of people in my face <laughs> just because you mm-hmm. think that just because you you feel like superheroes and superhero content you now realize is lucrative and you're just throwing anything like I just so hopefully we see something. But I did look at that. I did think that that part of the episode was interesting. Like, oh, I also wish we kind okay. of got more of the clandestines because I'm also kind of just unsure of what it is exactly they do or are. Because I feel like when Najma right. shows up to um, to that, like the little Rose farm or whatever, and I'm like, oh, like what's about to go down? Like she has 24 hours to get the bangle. Like, you know, where where is her crew, or get, I guess? Um, and then... They meet mm. at the train station and she just stabs um Najma stabs Aisha, Aisha. and I'm just like uh, okay like just yeah. shanks and I'm like if quick. you're if you're on the hunt for this thing that's gonna like transform your life or your existence, why aren't you like actually searching for it? And she like kind of disappears. Um Well I think I think mm. it's because like Aisha lied to her because i think in her mind she thought all right if i meet up with aisha she'll just give me the bangle but then she lied and said basically when they meet up she doesn't have it so it's like if Mm. i were like yeah fergie meet 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 with me and i'll give you a new camera and then you show up i don't (laughs) have the camera and you're like yo i thought you said you had the camera uh nah, i lied you know, yeah. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. And then, and then Fergie shanks <laughs> yeah. you. And then she shanks me. Someone's getting shanked because you don't have the camera. But my thing is too, like she met, um, Najma met Aisha at the farm, and then at the train station too. So she was following her to some degree. So it's like, I almost have well, to suspend disbelief. Well, because at the farm, Aisha said, "Don't worry, I, I, I know where it is. I'm gonna go. I can't get it now, but when we meet up at the train, I'll, I'll scoop it up and get it to you." I think I don't know. Maybe I'm misinterpreting the scene, but that's how I saw it. I see. Not entertaining. I'm glad you guys are picking up on things. You. I agree with you that <laughs> it's, this is not entertaining. This is like yeah. a very. I was <laughs> look. I was way too bored to even pick up on some of these things. So I'm glad you guys are talking about it. I was like trying to find something to kind of hang on to, and then I think as to Fergie's point from earlier, like the way these scenes were cut, like there's you. You rewind and you're like, wait a minute, what happened between this point and that point to bring us to this point? And it's just yeah. like, 
I I I lost all of that. So I'm glad you guys found <laughs> something to kind of. You know apart. what was frustrating for me, um, and it kind of links back to what Elise was saying. Mm-hmm. So Elise was, and I think Fergie was talking about this too. Like, okay, how does this connect? It just seems like you're throwing heroes in my face. I don't think that's a big deal if there's tension. If the heroes that they're throwing in my face are wrestling with something that seems not only insurmountable, but okay, there's there are serious consequences if they cannot handle this challenge. Like serious consequences. And I just feel like there's no serious consequence here. Yeah, because I don't feel like mm-hmm. like Fergie was saying, I, it, how hard is he? How hard is Najma trying to get this bangle? So. And it seems like not very hard because Aisha is like her only lead, like right. in her investigation. <laughs> that's it. That's her. Right. Only, that's, that's like true. if me and my little brother were at the crib and I'm like, yo, where's the remote? And <laughs> for some reason, I just rely on Renal to find it. Because he's good at finding things. And Ronald just lies to me. He just, he's like, yeah, I'll get it. And then he never gets it. And then I try to fight him or, or try to beat him up. It's like, if my mom walks in, or not my mom, because she'll freak out. If my older brother <laughs> walked in on that situation, he would not care. He would be like, this is stupid. This is childish. It's just a remote. And that's, I feel like that's how we feel about this bangle. Like, I, I feel like if this bangle created more conflict and, tension then maybe we would not be as frustrated that oh they're just throwing all these random heroes for phase four like if if the the search for this bangle was exciting maybe it wouldn't be a big deal that Mm -hmm. they're taking phase four in this direction because i'm like like, open your eyes (laughs) yeah she's the only person that has the bangle who else would she give it to like her family like look for them it took you I don't know, 60 plus wait, years wait, wait. to find this thing. Why didn't she kidnap um, the grandma? That's what I'm saying. Why not just that's do that? That's what I'm saying. Because that's, that's what first other Marvel villains have done. That's what other Marvel like villains have the, done, man. She wants the bangle, but not that bad. <laughs> She's she just like, I worked so hard to get to this point in the timeline. And, and I don't want to do that all over again. So let me just like <laughs> do what I can here. And it's just like. I don't know. We're talking, now we're getting to the plot hole territory. And that's our villain, right? That's our, our well, big bad. Like the, someone the plot like, hole like, is the villain. No, because like 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 let's use um an average villain in the MCU. Let's use uh Hella. Mm-hmm. Hella's average. Uh mainly because Kevin Feige made her tell too many jokes. Like Hella was like killing people, chasing Heimdall looking for that sword like she was scouring all of asgard she was interrogating people she was like burning villages trying to find this sword and that's an average mcu villain so it's Mm -hmm. like what the heck is going on with this show and this villain i don't get it (laughs) yeah i don't know well can you guys remind me like okay so all right she wants the bangle. Najma wants the bangle, her and her crew, to get back home. Is there something else? Like, is it because they were losing their power? Like, what was it that, what, like, why is she fighting so hard to get because home they, uh, that she would 
go so far. Yeah, go ahead no, and no, answer because I, I, I don't know if I just missed you said it. it. She was trying to go home. That's all I got. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. So that's so that's that's this literally is, it. That's Ms. why Marvel. she's we, rolling up we, on Aisha <laughs> like that. That's why we don't know anything about that's this what, home. We just know that right. It, if it if there's if it if it infiltrates our dimension, destruction happens, which is super generic. It's like okay, is there anything <laughs> yeah. else about this place? Right. It's a normal <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> it's it's Miss Marvel Far From Home. That's what this was. Yeah. Well, yeah. So speaking of that, though, that's that's funny because, right, we, you know, uh, in the previous episode, I think Waleed explained, you know, if if the veils open there, the energy from their world is just going to consume mm-hmm. everything. Right. But so the veil finally gets opened up like she's so Kamala's back in we're back in present day. The veil opens up. They're trying to get in there and they just like. All get burnt to a crisp into like skeletons. So, what? <laughs> like, I guess I don't. I, I don't know. I think that kind of confused me too. I'm like, did things just not work the way y'all <laughs> planned, or because Walid was saying this is what's going to happen? Veil opens up, Earth is consumed, and that dimension where the clandestines live would like basically consume. You know, everything. Elise, you bring up a really you good I mean? point. As I was watching this, I didn't think of this. Like, they worked so hard to like get to the other side of this. Uh, this they call it the vein, and now mm-hmm. they they just can't. They just can't get there, and it's not explained why that is. Right. And that's a little annoying. What? 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 So maybe like, this, right. This is, you know, it's <laughs> what if they're kicking this can down the road for season two? What if this show is going to get a season two? And they're Rinaldi, don't put that out Please, there. Stop dear. it. Stop Yo, it. Why else, would, don't why else would they do that, this? That negative energy Stop is it. not allowed in this space, bro. But we're, how, we're not why allowing would they, that season two. But why would they ask space. questions with no answers? <laughs> because they want to rush There's, the story, possibly. But this is a basic question. It's not like like we're asking for too much. Uh, oh. From Kevin Foggy, yes, we are asking for a whole lot. <laughs> He's he's expecting he's expecting a bunch of eight year olds who are not going to question these <laughs> things to watch this show because I'm over here like okay it's open so in theory y'all should have been able to right. walk through get up on out of here and leave us alone but they got they got burnt. I'm like doing research whatever you want to I'm call. doing research and I can't find any answers like there's no. I don't. It just like and, all I can like, see. See, see, that's why I'm says, glad. It we're... says Fonha tries to approach the veil, only for her flesh mm-hmm. to petrify. So the black woman, she she got there, the her, her flesh woman. petrified. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and then exposing the the skeleton as it crumbles away. So they don't yes. even explain why. Like, because usually I go on this Wikipedia site, not not the. Sorry, this is not regular Wikipedia. This is like a pop culture right. Wikipedia. So I go on this site because mm-hmm. to the wiki, yep. And they usually have like behind the scenes information and about different of these different shows and movies, but there's nothing here. Like it's like it's like the mm-hmm. people who are, you know, into that kind of thing just gave up with this show. They're like, "Eh, I'm not going to try to find out why they did this." <laughs> they just gave up. Cause I can't, I don't understand why 
they didn't just go into the other dimension. They like why they die. Like, there's Bro- no explanation to what held them back from like why they died. Basically, there's no explanation outside of possibly uh, it's a time thing. Them being outside of time and it's just like uh, it just doesn't work. But even then, it's like so I'm, I'm, I'm underwhelming. It's not, yeah. and it happens in yeah. under a minute, right? Yeah, this whole yes. lead up to this very, moment, very quickly, and they just burn to a crisp, and now they move on with their lives. Well, Kamala said, you know, don't, don't do it. Think about Kamran, you know. Oh. Bro, okay, that death he, was so underwhelming, and I was like, "This is stupid." Mm-hmm. So, so here's what I found because I just found something. So apparently, okay, she she used her energy because all of these clandestines and Kamala have like this energy or whatever from the Nor. She used all that energy to seal the crack for to to so that Kamran doesn't get hurt. That's what it said. I didn't get that from watching this episode, but that apparently she's able to manipulate her energy to seal it, and the other black lady couldn't do it. I don't know. <laughs> but because she then, just died. But then my next, but then the my next question is, she was just. But then to go my home. next question is, like, does her power not then <laughs> she's trying to go transition? Rosa Parks. <laughs> she like. I don't know. She, she, like, she like. My. She said. She saw. She saw the crack and she said, "Oh, Najma, look!" And then she got. But my, my question is, how? So okay, that happens. But then Cameron, how do you pronounce the name? Cam- Cameron, Cameron, Cameron. I'm gonna call him Cam. Cameron. Cameron. He he yeah. gets those powers all of a sudden. Just yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, when that and happened, I thought really... she, her spirit went she, into him. That's, she, okay, that's what I thought happened. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, so she transferred. She... So she closed. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, she closed the veil and she transferred her power okay. or whatever. So she's multitasking. Is what's happening? All right. <laughs> I yes, I think that's what yeah. we saw. Yeah, what Rob <laughs> said, multitasking. Okay. Which isn't a thing. I tried right, Rob? <laughs> yeah. What, what was that? I look. Mm, if people disagree thing. with me. My my wife Fergie disagrees with me that multitasking <laughs> is not a thing. I don't think multitasking is a thing. She attempted it, and it leaves us confused. That's so, what cooking is. You can't just watch no, the pot you're, boiling. No, you're switch tasking. You're mixing like, things. You're switching things at the same you're time. You're dicing. No, you're switch tasking. You're not. Are you? Are you dicing <laughs> onions? And celery at the same time. You can, yeah. No, no, no but okay, you can. okay. Bad example. Because <laughs> you can. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Here's a better example of what I mean by multitasking is not a thing. Can you uh, season chicken and and dice at the same time? Absolutely. It won't. Not well. At the, but ve- yes. no, at the very same time, like, don't you need both hands to dice? Not necessarily. But okay, okay, okay. Well, off the cooking analogy, <laughs> I, I love but like okay, if I'm yeah. at work, all right, yeah. right? So you can answer the phone and be typing something. You oh, can. like you're talking, so on, you're talking on the phone you're while talking you're on typing. the phone and you're yeah. typing. Yes. So, so when I say that multitasking is because you're still switching very, very fast. 
When I say it's not a thing, <laughs> no, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. You're switching nah. really fast. Talk to any mother, changing diapers, feeding a baby, running after no. toddlers, putting like it's folding clothes. Yeah, doing like they, so they, they, much. They can, Lect- yeah. lecturing your older like my mom did this exactly. because my, my <laughs> brothers my brothers are 10 plus years older than me so when they were in middle school i was like a toddler so she's like making sure okay you know where the, the potty is while telling <laughs> my brothers hey come back before dark while mm-hmm. dicing chicken while <laughs> and spanking talking to somebody child. on the phone and then spanking ronald my younger brother <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, like, y'all are not gonna get time. me off this this switch task. So, so no, no, no. You, you, you can. So, I think it depends. On, I don't know how we got on this uh, because Nazma. I'll just say this: her, like her, like flaw is multitasking. That's her big flaw. That's, that's like, her flaw. Like, okay, so yeah. thank you, Ronaldi. So <laughs> I guess what I was, okay, okay, but, okay. So yeah, no, what, go ahead, okay. Rob. Go ahead. So no, let, no, me, you got let me put it this way: because everything you're saying, like. It, that's a reality. I'm not going to ignore that reality that especially mothers live like yeah. that, right? And Najla is uh, a mother, so that's that's her fatal flaw. Okay, there we go. That, that is true, except can you explain to me the multitasking that took place? And like, does it make sense? No, not at all. Okay. She, she didn't die <laughs> and it's not before entertaining. she transferred her energy. She, she okay. Sheesh. All right. I think... Um, what what was it? Was Rinaldi, I think you were saying this um in our previous uh Mar- uh Miss Marvel discussion, um, when we were talking about what we expect is gonna happen. And I think it was you. You were saying that like I guess Najma would have a change of heart for her son or yep. something. And like yep. didn't wanna, yep. Yeah, so it, that's what happened. You know, Kamala gave her a little to honestly, that was not convincing. If I was okay. as hardcore as Najma, I'd been like, yo, shut up, little girl. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? But like... she but but she was out here like, oh no, like think of your son. You know, Aisha just wanted to fa- have family. Don't don't take this away from Kamran too. And all of a sudden you see that one little tear right. rolling down Najma's cheek. Right. I said, get out of here. That, get that out of here so fast. Like what that was way too fast, no. man. That was way too fast. And like you yeah. Like cut mm-hmm. down some of those walking scenes yeah. at the train and extend that death yeah. and that moment yep. because she was a pretty important character in this whole series and she just goes like that and it doesn't make sense at all. Mm-mm. When I watched that scene, right. I it felt like uh it felt like she was she was gonna she was about to do something, she was about to commit the very act that the villain wanted to commit, right? They were about to uh, yeah. finish yeah. the mission. And the hero comes in and says, no, what are you doing? I have to finish the mission. Stop. On second thought, I didn't think of it that way. Okay, I'll stop. You know, that's literally what it was. <laughs> yeah, like, Rob. Like, I, I, I turned away from the TV wrong. and I couldn't believe what I heard when she said, you're right. I could not <laughs> believe what I heard. Like, wow. how? Yeah. It, that, that's my conviction problem with Marvel villains is that they lack so much conviction in their mission. Like, but what about Cameron? Now you care about him? You left right. him behind. Right. Y'all, you left him in the <laughs> jail. Like, oh, nah. You, you didn't care about Cameron then, then but you care about him now because Miss Marvel brought him up. Said. And the story that, yeah, that was cry. my problem. This is off topic, but that, that was my problem with um, Batman versus Superman. The whole Martha oh, yeah. thing. It's like, Martha. why are you bringing up names? If you were really about this fight, like your mother's name wouldn't stop you. But 
that's just my personal beef. I so <laughs> the thing with that, the thing with that no, is we're, the no, concept. no, no, Rinaldi, 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 we're not gonna go. Me, we're on the same page with this. <laughs> no, no, here, you're talking about maybe here, Superman. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spin it back to Miss Marvel. G- give me, give okay. me a second. Give me a second. Okay. So I think I, the thing we with talked that, about. This. All right, let's go. All right. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I, I want to hear this. You're, you're, the, hear this. you're the bigger, you're the bigger Zack Snyder and Batman fan than me. <laughs> yes, so. yes. Yep. So I, I can I'll spin be. it. I'll spin it back. So here's yeah. here's right, the cool. thing. So the concept made sense. It was a, the execution was off. Yeah. The concept because yep. they set it up where one Batman cares about his parents. That's why he's wearing a bat suit in the first place, and then. We saw Superman get very angry multiple times when someone threatens his mom. So I think the issue was the scene was just weird and off. Yep. The scene itself. It felt out of place. But there was, it felt out of yeah. place, yeah. But there was effort to set that up. This, we don't even, get, like, we get, last thing is Kamran being left behind. <laughs> they don't even have like a it, it, it would have been one thing, it would have been one thing if she was like, listen, Kam, like if she pulled them aside, right? Like, it would have been better if the other villains were like, yo, we got to make moves. We got to go. We got to leave. And she's like, no, no, no. Give me two minutes. And she pulls him aside. Listen, Kamran, I love you. But in order to do this, you got to be, you got to commit thug life. And you're just such a sweet little boy. And I love you. And I I just got to leave you behind because this is, this is serious. If it was more sentimental, is what you're saying. And they had, (laughs) yeah, they had that whole conversation. And then we cut to Kamala saying, but think about Cameron. Then it would have been better. It still might have been bad, but it would have been like, okay, you guys are trying. But I feel like there was no effort. It's more believable. Yeah. Yeah, more. I mean, it still would have been bad, but it would have been like, okay, I can kind (laughs) of see what they were trying to do. Because at no point does it it feel like that she cares about her son at all in this series. And now that's what's tugging at her heartstrings. Like it's... Because the whole time it felt like she was using him to get to Kamala. Right. Basically. Right. Yeah, so that 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 really messed me up. Like in two words from this little girl, and then she's just like, "At least, at She's like, "You're right. There's, I can still, I can, I, I can still do something. There is a way, or whatever she said." I'm like, "Oh, come on, man. I guess you really didn't want to go home." Then. But I mean, well, I mean, in her, in her defense. The veil was closed because she decided to listen to her. Me, I would have got burnt up because I'm like, nah, because I would have committed. I'd be like, nah, I left that right. man behind. He was bagging. <laughs> he didn't help me do what I needed to do. And then so I would I would have went out, you know, <laughs> pridefully, which is what I would have expected mm-hmm. from her. But, A true yeah, villain would go out that way. Yeah. 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 But Rinaldi, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry. No, I was gonna I was gonna bring up how this happened a lot in Yu-Gi-Oh, where the villain would have a change of heart. Oh yeah. But but I don't know. I feel like even that, even yeah. that anime set set the, those things up a lot better. Like they would, yeah, yeah they did not just like, and it, it would be he would give a whole speech too. You remember the Pharaoh in that sh- that show? He would be like, "This is oh, not." The Pharaoh stayed giving. Yeah, he wouldn't say <laughs> he wouldn't say two words, and then like Pegasus would have been like, "You're right, Yugi. I'll just forfeit or give up." Like that. Nah. He would have gave a whole speech. <laughs> so, yeah, Marvel got work to but do. But the Pharaoh's more convincing. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's just like, but he he was more compelling. He'd be like, you know what? 
you know what, Pharaoh? I need to change mm-hmm. my life. You're right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that girl it was not convincing. I think, like, and and I understand that this is, like, she's a first-time actress, but she was doing real well up mm-hmm. until that point. That's when I saw her. I was just like, yeah, the mm-hmm. acting was a little bit whatever. But yeah. they, they probably filmed okay. the scene first. Oh yeah, that'd be funny if they did that. Yeah, they I did can it that see way. that. I think that's I, that 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 may have been what happened. I don't know. They may have filmed that first. Honestly, I think you're right because there was some scene between um, Kamala's mom and grandmother where they were just talking, and I'm like, this feels a little bit different. And so I had that thought in the back of my head, like, oh, I wonder if they filmed these Pakistani scenes first and then mm-hmm. revolved the show around what they filmed already. Yeah. So yeah, they filmed mm-hmm. this during the fall of last year was like, how bad was COVID and protocols back then? I'm wondering if that had something to do with it. You had to be vaccinated at least to travel anywhere or have your Yeah. I think it was all right. I feel there was a certain point at which it started to rise, but I think that was winter time, not fall. Um, But maybe like, or like earlier this year, I think there was a rise. Maybe maybe Marvel was just being cautious and mean like, all right, just in case, even though cases are falling down or getting lower, just in case, let's try to do some like scenes with just two people and move things around and how the order they shoot certain scenes. I don't know. I mean, okay, all right. So here's my thing on that. Okay, I hear that. But like y'all have been doing production with it's trying to deal with covid for a while you you really mean to tell me y'all haven't found a formula mm-hmm. yet no. that like no every you know that workaround to make everything cohesive no every every marvel every kinda... marvel project in phase four has had covid issues including no way home the oh, difference really? with no way home is there were ca- yeah. there are characters that we care about in that movie that's that's what <laughs> offset the covid issues but yeah even that had covid problems yeah well yeah well, yeah, COVID problems, but like we all agree that No Way Home was was really like honestly out of everything that came out in Phase Four is pr- probably the best thing. No, I, so I emphatically disagree. Um, I emphatically disagree. But oh well, okay. But right. it was a, it was it was entertaining. But it's one it of the a, better things. Yeah, it was entertaining for you. One of the better things for us, arguably Shucks. the best. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so that's what I'm saying. It's just like. COVID is going to be an issue, yes. But, like, I don't... I just feel like that's just not a good enough... We can't keep giving them that pass. That's how I feel. I'm not going to give them that pass anymore. Yeah. Y'all could do it, but I'm just like, mm-hmm. nah, Marvel. Let's let let's, let's, yeah, let's, you know, grow. At least you're let's, absolutely let's, right. I'm, there's I'm no, just stating... There's no... <laughs> well, I was just going to say, uh, Rinaldi, so I feel like I... At least I'm 100% with you because I think... How do I, how, how do I want to say this? There's no pressure at all to release these things so soon. Yeah. There is no pressure at all. Mm-hmm. Like these are these are self-inflicted Nine. pressures. And for them to like feel this need like we need content. We got to put out content. We got to put out content and then bombard us with bad content or or not bad content. Most of it has been questionable. Let, Most of it has been yeah. like what the hell letdown, disappointment. Disappointments. Um, but there we go. Yeah. There've been a lot of disappointments in this phase. Like a whole lot. And it's partly because there is a lot of rushing going on and the CGI team and the, and the special effects team 
isn't properly compensated and, and, you know, uh, given back to in regards to their time. Yeah. And then, you know, you had that experience with, uh, I almost said Scarlet Witch, um, Black Widow. Black Widow. You had that yeah. situation. And so you had a lot of things that were, that happened because of COVID. But in response to COVID, I would think that you want to slow things down because it's quality over quantity. But Marvel and Disney's not mm-hmm. thinking like that. They're thinking, oh man, everybody's at home. They're streaming. So we need mm-hmm. content. Uh, yeah. Zack Snyder, they just dropped HBO Max. And that's like the biggest thing that they've done. We got to drop something. Look what we have. We have WandaVision. And so like, I don't know. It's this, this is weird competitive. It's not even competitive because they're not in competition with anybody anymore. And this is almost their, you know, them imploding on, on themselves because they feel their own self-inflicted pressure to constantly yeah. put out stuff. And with no timeline, like there's no reason to constantly put out stuff so soon. How about you put out like two movies a year, two TV shows a year, take your time, make sure that the graphics team is getting with it. I have an answer. I have an answer to your question. All right, Rinaldi, let's go. So number one, I'm just stating facts. I I agree with you, Rob. I was just stating the facts. I don't think so. those things... Those are realities, right? Those are realities that happened, but Uh that has nothing to do with writing because writing has nothing to do with COVID. Like you can sit in a closet the size of like uh, a shoebox and write a great Uh movie. Um, So that's 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 kind of my thing. It's like y'all could write better. Um, The second thing is I think because of the nature of the Kang storyline, I think you're gonna have pockets of people fighting king in their own way because that's how it was in the comics like they went to some other realm or some other like it, they called it a battle world it's right. it was very similar to the um that spider-man cartoon we watched yeah where you had each mm-hmm. spider-man recruit a bunch of people like iron man and the fantastic four and then they went to different parts of the planet to fight different villains and they split up into different teams. So it seems like they're trying to rack up the number yep. of heroes to then split them mm-hmm. off into all these different teams. Still right. not a good idea. So, so that makes, but that's, that makes sense, yeah. but that doesn't, that doesn't address the time uh, issue. Cause you could delay that. You could, yeah. you could make that you could, a absolutely, 20, 30. You could, we waited 20, we waited for hot, like 10 years for Thanos. Yeah. Yep. Why do we need why today, why do yeah. we need to why do Just we need to rush like we need Kang in two years? Why do we need to wait for that? Like why are we rushing to yeah. that? Yeah. I absolutely unless we're rushing to something bigger way. like Doctor Doom, but I don't know. Like possibly. I I, I, I hear you with the, the nature of these storylines, but you can still like make sure you execute a well thought out, well written. Like even to your point about the writing. What do you do then with WandaVision? Because that writing was brilliant. Yeah, you know, and that was the first of their thing. It was good. I thought the writing was brilliant. brilliant. Okay, Uh, nah. I guess I'm just comparing to what we did. When we did the review, when we did the review, I did note the different issues I had, and you guys glared at me. (laughs) Sure, yeah, yeah. But but it was Uh, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. It was good. Okay, but yeah, but so 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 it was it was I'll. I'll entertain you there, Rinaldi. It was good, right? It was enjoyable. It was the first. Had fun. It was the first. It was the first out of all of these Disney Plus shows. So why is WandaVision the outlier? You know, like why can't all these other shows kind of 
whoever's writing these shows, whoever's working on these shows, why why does the domino effect need to happen downward and not upward? Right. Because the prove upon because WandaVision, the focus was because I remember reading an interview with the showrunner or the director of the show. The WandaVision was a, was focused specifically on make, get, going deeper with Wanda as a character. So that was the focus of it. Uh-huh. I feel like these other shows, it's almost like they're trying to expand their audience. Like they want a more diverse, like we want that makes sense. young girls of color in our, our fan space. So let's make Miss Marvel. You know, we want people that maybe they don't like superhero shows, but they like psychological type thrillers. So let's make Moon Knight. Like, it's almost like they're trying to like, appeal to a specific demographic then like oh we want to tell a story that makes you connect with this character that's what wandavision did okay right so so yeah rinaldi but to your point right there's not a problem with trying to increase the audience and kind of find those little groups but i think like back to like basically what we're all saying is you can still take right. your time with that give us the give us the story about the young a brown uh, Muslim girl and her family, you know, still do that. But like, don't cut corners because you have this, you're putting this pressure on yourself to push out stuff. We're not, we're not asking for all of that. And as a matter of fact, um, I think like, I'm seeing more and more people that feel like us that feel like, wow, there is an oversaturation of Marvel content right now. It's like, we just keep getting things back to back. And I think it was earlier today that I saw somebody say, um, uh, what did they say? They said, Oh, like they, they feel like Marvel is like a TikTok influencer. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, they just keep putting out content. It's just like, yo, let me yeah. relax for a second. Like stop posting. Yeah. So it's like, you don't, you don't got to do all that. Like you're, you're fine. You know, you've cemented mm-hmm. yourself as like authorities, you know, yeah. Top, top, uh, super hero content, like company right now. And if you want to keep that standing, just give the quality. Don't worry about whatever. Um, I, I so, think yeah. they just got caught up in the, in the sauce. Like, cause that's, that's where our world is going in general. Like our world is like more information, more information, more information. Like, like TikTok, mm-hmm. right? It's like more stuff is being pumped out. And it's almost like Marvel wants to, right. they're insecure because it's like, oh, well, if that's the trend of just media in general, whether it's news or sports or music, we got to do the same thing. It's almost like they're just, they're trying to follow a trend that they they don't need to. So I'm with you guys. Like they don't yeah. need to do this, right. but maybe they feel compelled because it's like, mm-hmm. It's almost like that parent that like tries too hard to be cool. It's like, no, you're already a good dad. You don't have to like try too hard. We you, you, mm-hmm. we respect you already. But they feel like they I need to like, be hip to the kids. Yeah. I feel like that's the beginning signs of like the downhill is when you're like trying to be everything for everyone. Because if you just stick to your roots mm-hmm. and what you know, like a lot of um, YouTubers are this way, like when they make it big, they kind of fall off on the original content and people are like, no, I just want, you know, story times or I just want this specific type of content that you've been providing for me. And when they mess that up, that's when like craziness happens. So this just might be their era or their season of just kind of 
shoving everything down our throats, but hopefully they'll get it together. Mm, Phase five, hopefully. But I feel like that's part of growing pains too, with just companies and new technology and kind of the state of the world all mixed up into one. Cause I think we also talked about this last episode too. Like I want a five hour movie that I can pay like a hundred dollars for from the comfort of my own home. And Mm -hmm. I will be content. Like you'll have a fan for life if you do it that way. But they they just insist on doing things the way they've always been doing it. And it's Mm -hmm. frustrating. I think so to your thing, Fergie, I want to address that. And then I want to share kind of something that I'm seeing with phase four. Um, so from my, from what I know, I, I don't know that much, but I'm going to pretend that I know a little bit. I, I think it's much more difficult to measure the success of a stream than it is to measure the success of the box office. And yeah. I think that's why Marvel, especially Marvel wants to pump out all these movies, um, you know, straight to theaters they're shortening the time so that they can have quicker turnaround. And then two weeks later, it ends up on Disney Plus because the second week of the movie showing, the audience dips down because nobody cares. Like, it ha- it's happening with Thor right now. Um, it, I think earlier, earlier this week, I saw that it was down 68% as far as yeah. uh, audience attendance. People aren't going to see this movie anymore. And yeah. now they're saying that I think next week or two weeks from now, they're going to put it straight to Disney Plus. They're expediting what? it. Yeah. Yeah. So so I think it's I think Marvel is in a weird space where like they don't know how I don't know if it's Marvel or Disney. One of them, I don't know who. Probably but Disney. They, they're having a hard time measuring the stream because they've been measuring Marvel success based on people packing up theaters and the emotional response and them staying after the credits. And and they they can't measure that when we're at home. And we're just turning it on, and we might finish it later. It's hard to measure that. Um, the other thing with Phase Four, I I think I was talking to Fergie about this. It feels like wrestling, you know, like back when wrestling. Remember back when wrestling? I was a huge wrestling fan. Okay, yeah. The Rock, my favorite wrestler growing up. Uh, everybody who grew up watching wrestling, they would always talk about the Attitude Era was its peak, and a yeah. lot of it had to do with competition. They, they had some head-to-head competition with another company, the WCW and all that stuff, right? Yeah. But then, years of that competition going back and forth, you had the storylines, you had Stone Cold, you had all these great wrestlers that like you look back on that as like the golden days. But then, when WCW was bought out, that was like the official win for WWF, WWE. And ever since then, it's been downhill to where now, if you turn on the product, uh, it's nothing but bright colors, bright gimmicks, uh, weird graphics on the screen. It's very, yeah. very colorful, and they they call it the the PG era. Okay, very much for kids. All right. Yeah. They actually just recently announced that, uh, and I don't mean to go on a wrestling thing. This isn't a wrestling <laughs> podcast. But you're good. But go ahead. they just <laughs> recently announced. I think it was this week or last week that they're moving to TV 14 because they're hoping to get some of the older wrestling fans back who are yeah. just upset. And it's almost like a retcon for for uh, wrestling or whatever. And I think a lot of their 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 downhill viewership had to do with lack of competition and them trying to appease an audience that they know nothing about. And I'm seeing the same thing happen with Marvel right now. There's before Endgame, their competition was two things. One, 
The Dark Knight Rises or the Dark Knight Trilogy and anything Zack Snyder was putting out, specifically Batman v Superman. When that movie was announced, Marvel was scared. They were terrified. And then they, they yeah. responded with Civil War. And so, and so ever since then, it's been like, okay, they had some bad movies or whatever, but when they hit, they hit. Now, there's like no competition. DC has issues with The Flash and issues with Amber Heard, and, and it's, we don't know where it's going. So Marvel feels very comfortable right now. And now they're trying to play this woke game, this woke game with kids, and they know nothing about these kids. But least, here's, I don't think here's, they know here's the thing, though. They, they do know about these kids. Because they got Brie Larson in there, and she's been on this tip all the way back before, like, right around, right before, actually, before Thor Ragnarok came out. So you're talking five years ago, and I've done research, and I looked at all her social media history, all her interviews, and everything that we're unhappy about in Phase 4 that's related to the quote-unquote woke game, she said, like, specifically... She even mentioned at one point, you know, how come we don't have other religions and other cultures? Like, and she was kind of hinting at Captain America because he's, you know, traditionally been like a Christian, like someone that believes right. in Jesus. And, and, and then I think at the time people were like, oh, is she throwing shade on Captain America? Like, and now we have a Muslim hero. We have a Jewish moon night. We have like, it's almost like everything she said in these interviews is happening. So maybe it's a, a big coincidence or she's driving the bus, like the same way Robert Downey Jr. Drove the bus. Like Robert Downey Jr. Went up to Disney and said, yo, let's make civil war happen because originally he wasn't supposed to be in civil war because they didn't want to pay him. And he was like, nah, let's make this happen mm. for the fans. And then same thing with um, the Far From Home situation where Sony wanted to take back Spider-Man. He was supporting Tom Holland in trying to get Spider-Man back with the MCU. That was Robert Downey Jr. was supporting that. So now he's gone. And we have Brie Larson. And now it's like it feels like the focus isn't on, hey, let's give the fans an experience that they want to invest in. Now it seems like the focus is on this other stuff. So I don't know. Maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe I'm just a weird conspiracy theorist. I don't know. But it, the, the timing is really weird here. The, 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 the pattern of this situation is weird. It's too convenient. Wow. Wow. Well, clearly, I guess we know how we feel about this episode because we just went on <laughs> so many different tangents just now. Um, but yeah, we're going to wrap up. We'll bring this to a close. Um, so yeah, whole thing with the veil. Um, you know, so I just wanted to spend like a few minutes about just like the end of the episode. Mom finds out. And I don't know if we have any thoughts on that. I know for me, I'm just like, she's a little bit too accepting. Mm -hmm. But whatever. At this point, I understand they're <laughs> rushing things. They don't care about me. So whatever. But, you know, any any thoughts on, like, the last part with the mom finding out, Kamran hiding out with Bruno for a bit with his new, uh, his new powers, anything? Or if we missed anything prior? The oh, uh wow. There's somebody wake Ronaldo up. <laughs> No, let him sleep. Let him no, sleep. Hey, hey. Oh, we're not done. Say let him sleep. Let him sleep. <laughs> oh, man. I had a nightmare. I had a nightmare about Brie Larson. She was the face of phase four. Why? Luckily, <laughs> luckily, that's not true, right, guys? Like, 
<laughs> Iron Man's still alive, right? He didn't die. He he died. Mm-hmm. He's dead, dude. Oh man, I'm living in a nightmare. He's sacrificed. A waking nightmare. He sacrificed his life for this. <laughs> yeah, this. Is, oh my gosh, Fergie, you made a great point. Tony Stark sacrificed his life for this. This is, oh, oh my gosh. Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, your plan didn't work. You should have used the timeline <laughs> where Brie Larson died to save everybody uh. instead of Robert Downey Jr. That's what Doctor Strange should have did. He messed mm. up. <laughs> yeah. Nah, this feature. stuff was boring. This this stuff was boring. So, I don't yeah, know. I don't know about the Gomes, the Gomeses. I don't know if you <laughs> cared about that, but the whole Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with Elise. I feel like everyone was too accepting. I think Bruno was very sus about um, Kamran from the beginning. And now that, I mean, Kamran's in danger and needs help. He's just like, okay, I guess I'll help you. And then Kamala's mom just accepting of her powers, even though she was like, you know, my mother believed in all this magic stuff. Like, we don't speak to her. And now it's just like, okay, I believe you. And we have this magical photo now. And it's of your grand, your parents. And I'm just like, uh, okay, I guess we're wrapping it up. Like, there's no need to, like, dwell on, on these thoughts. Um, we have episode six to get to. So, okay, I guess I'm just a spectator at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... um it was one of those things where like, oh, like she just came in and she goes, oh, you're the hero. Cool. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm <laughs> of it, too, if I were her. I don't know. Right. I just, it was one of those things where I'm I'm at a point. Maybe the maybe the show beat me down and <laughs> like just kind of forced me to kind of like now we're at this point to where like something like that can happen. And even I'm accepting of it. I'm like, <laughs> what did the show do to me? I um I don't know. I at that point I was I was checked out. I um I was already I too can be a superhero right, in my period. Exactly. Love me. Exactly. Like the in like the mom like world. this is this is, this is uh pointless. she's an immigrant mom. She's an immigrant mom. So, There's no way she's going to react like that never, in the real world. Never. She had to fly halfway across the world. You know how much that costs? <laughs> like and she's just like, yeah, I know you like wasted well, a bunch of money. Here's the beauty of acting because she didn't act like she flew across. She act like the the she came from the set next door. Yeah. That's yeah. how she was acting, <laughs> you know, because that's what it felt like. It didn't feel like that they were flying from like many miles away or whatever. But I don't know. I, I just. Yeah. See. Yeah. Story was boring. <laughs> yeah. But see, that's why I was. See, see, that's why I was talking about the pacing. You see the like. That was way too fast, and then the flashback. I mean, well, actually, the flashback. I think nah, was it was too long, pace, but you too know, I long. guess it wasn't. Pre- I guess it wasn't partic- too long, okay, so it wasn't particularly engaging. If it was at the beginning, like <laughs> Rob said, then I would have been hooked from the beginning. It's like a beautiful story, yeah. and then it puts the bangle into perspective, and then it brings up all these questions, like that point to where uh, her and the guy they're at the field and. They're they're like you know all puppy eyed and she's pregnant and it's like oh is that Kamala like you just put that in the beginning of the show and you're already asking questions that's that's what you want you don't want to ask the you don't want the audience right. to ask the wrong questions I don't know they now would I'm need going to on this tangent and I they need would to need to they up. need they would need to cut that flashback if they're gonna put it at the beginning I do think it's a good idea to put it at the beginning of the show but they would need to cut it by at least twenty five percent oh yeah oh no long. you 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 cut that you cut that in half right when. Kamala arrives because you want to save that for later in the season. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. You know, everything else, maybe there's some things you cut out, but like I feel like that flashback, that whole scene there was really well done if it was in the beginning of the show. Also, yeah. did they explain how her great great grandfather his leg was broken? Did they explain that at all? Or he just had a limp? Mm. I think they nah. didn't they hint that the British beat him or something, or they didn't oh, or am I, I just making something that up? Was... That might have been over my head. Oh, I didn't even catch that. If I mean, I mean, I might be reading into things. I don't know. They didn't specifically say it out loud, but I was wondering if, mm-hmm. oh, maybe like these British officers, due to their racism, just like beat him because he was giving one too many speeches. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess I'm, that I'm, makes the most up. sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would that would be a little bit interesting, or it could just be a birth defect. We don't really <laughs> yeah. know. But yeah, they didn't. They didn't really. Yeah. I mean, no way. But I, why are y'all laughing? That's it like could be that could be legit. Yeah. <laughs> he just has it. <laughs> Disney Plus yeah. is going to release a show just about his leg, so we can explore that. Oh my gosh! You know, to to reach out to the the audience, to reach out to the there, um, the wheelchair audience, physically challenge the, the cane. community. Yeah. The war machines of our. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hey, Armor oh, Wars boy. is coming, guys. You excited? Armor Wars? <laughs> I haven't heard a single thing about it, and I don't care right now. I really don't. Mm, yeah. At this mm. point. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah, so I think I think we're all good. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else we missed, if y'all got anything. Oh, this is random, but and then I'll shut up after this, but, like, the whole uh, Kamala's uh, necklace breaking oh, and making the symbol yeah. for the oh, that yeah. was really so like corny, uh, said ghetto. corny, corny. How did you even peep the broken then necklace in the first place? That's crazy. Yeah, I oh I peeped it immediately, <laughs> and I think um the mom did too. What's uh what's his name? Homeboy, I think. It, yeah, the but the guy she got the scarf from Kareem. Um, Kareem, what's his name again, the red dagger. Kareem, guy? Kareem yeah. gave a red. So I'm just like, oh, is she going to assemble her outfit from these inspirations? Uh, like, that's two on the... They, that's they just, already did this in Falco and his soldier. Whatever. Remember the, the, the suitcase? That's how that yep. episode five ended. So it's like they're doing that again, again. And it's just like, now this is becoming formulaic. So that that's... <laughs> right. And I'm just like, come on, dog. Like... So anyways, but yeah, but that, that was my last thing. I don't got nothing else to say. I think we said a lot. All right, cool. So that's our discussion, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Well, that's our discussion. Uh, let us know what you think of everything we talked about in this episode. You can write to us by emailing marvelousfriendspod at gmail.com. You can also call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 617-299-6644. Let us know about everything that you've heard in this episode. Or if you want to say hi to us, that's fine too. Marvelous Friends is available on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. To our Apple Podcast listeners, write us a review and let us know your thoughts. For more fun, unexpected, and low-key ratchet Marvel content, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvelous underscore pod. You can also like Marvelous Friends Pod on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get updates on all our latest uploads and behind-the-scene content. Links to all of these platforms and more are in the show notes of this episode below. This is the Marvelous Friends Podcast.